0: Potential needs to be released. It cannot just be something that is stored. It cannot be enough to know that you can do something. It cannot be enough to just have the comfort of knowing that you're good enough. It is something that has to be released. Now, I closed out last week talking about the Corvette, which is my favorite sports car. And even though I had the privilege of driving uh, a yellow Lamborghini around Daytona, uh, in, around the speedway over there. Uh, that was an awesome time. But my favorite sports car is a, is a Corvette, and I believe it's because they build them in Kentucky, and that's the only place in the world that they build them, and that's where I'm from. So, uh, but uh, they, they build those there, and, and uh, you know, Corvette is is made by Chevrolet and General Motors, and, and I said to you that if Chevrolet uh, builds a car that, that they are for sure will do 200 miles an hour, that means they put enough um, Cylinders and pistons and horsepower inside that engine to go 200 miles an hour, and so if they enter a race and they know that the top speed of every other car in there is 190 or 195, then they have a confident expectation that they're going to win. Why? Because they know their car will do 200 miles an hour. All right. If they didn't build it to go 200 miles an hour, uh, then then they wouldn't have a confident expectation. However. That, that car has to have tires that transfer the power to the road and propel the car forward. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Potential must be released. It must be. Um, building potential into, a, into something or, or giving somebody the power to do something does not necessarily mean that potential is going to be revealed. And again, if it's revealed, that is what you're, you're being held responsible for it to be revealed, not to just know that you have it, okay? You have something that, that you own right now that is capable of much more than you require of it. Now, when Jody and I <clears throat> first moved to Oklahoma a few years ago, my parents bought for us at Christmas a toaster that could also make eggs, all right? And I think I have a picture of it. Uh, it was a toaster that could actually make eggs as well. Now that was one of the coolest little things that we we were just like, "Wow, that's so cool! I can have bagels and eggs in one stop." Just okay. Now, Jody can answer this question for me: How many eggs did we make in that toaster? Zero, <laughs> none. <laughs> We never used that feature. <laughs> it had the potential to use it to, to make eggs. It, it had, uh, you know, we, we read the instructions, we looked at it, and it was like, wow, scrambled, over easy. It doesn't matter. You could, it, it had all kinds of features. You could just flip those little eggs right on over, and it would just, I mean, however you wanted to do it. We never made one egg with that toaster, and i and I, I I'm starting to think about when i was think, when I was writing this message I was thinking about this, and I was like, How many other products do we own that we really don't ever tap into their, their its full potential okay how many of you have never used the broil feature on your oven i i i, I Jody says she has i never have I don't even know what that means <laughs> I don't even know what broil is okay uh, you know, some people have vacuum cleaners that will actually soak up water as well as the dirt. But they have never taken them outside and sucked up a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, a, you know, it's, it's actually more common. I thought it was only shop vacs to do that, but evidently there's a whole bunch of vacuum cleaners that will suck up water. I had no idea. See, God creates in us Lots of features and potential uh, with, uh, in our abilities, and many times that we will fail to actually tap into all of it because we don't really understand the magnitude of the potential we have. Or, or maybe we downplay that a little bit, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not really that good, or I don't really have that, you know, we, we don't understand how great our capability is. Another reason that we don't tap into it sometimes is we don't understand the requirements that are going to come upon us if we do. A lot of people think that knowing that they can do something is enough. But just because I knew my toaster could make eggs, never did it make eggs on its own. I never got up one morning, Jody and I never got up one morning and we could smell toast and eggs cooking on their own. It never happened, okay? Potential must be used or else it is still stored energy or stored power. It is basically a battery, okay? And you are still responsible for that, all right? Potential, like a battery, must be connected to a power source and then the power button must be turned on. It must be released. Okay, so if we if this is the case, how do we release our potential? This is a very important, you know, this is a very important place to be in because I don't want to stand before God and have Him say, "Did you do this?" and I and I'm going to go, uh, "No, <laughs> I didn't. I knew I could, but I didn't have time, or I just didn't know if I could ever get around to it, or, or whatever." Listen. I don't want to go to to the grave and then to heaven with still potential left in me. I want to be one of those people like Miles Monroe says that dies empty. I want to die empty, all right? I remember uh, speaking of batteries. The, do you remember back in the day when when they when they came up with the little tester that actually was on the side of the battery and you could touch two parts of it and you could tell if it was charged? Didn't that save everybody so much time and effort? Wasn't that wonderful? It, got, it, it was a whole lot better than the old testing method. Now, see if anybody in here knows the old testing method yet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid. <laughs> the old testing method. Man, I remember when my parents convinced me to do that. I, I, was, I, I, I was like, I can't believe you just did that to me. And they're like, well, that's the only way you're going to be able to test. It was so much better to be able to pick up a battery and touch the two ends out with your fingers and see that little chart move or not. And if it did move, you're just like, okay, it's dead. <laughs> if we are going to release our potential, we have to, number one, know our source. I said to you last week, and this, I just made a brief statement when I made said this, we know that all potential comes from God, all potential, Okay. Every product that we purchase in the world today includes a certain degree or, or uh, of, of guarantee. It's, it, it, it contains a certain degree of guarantee, and most of that guarantee is based on the relationship that one has with who we bought it from. Okay, uh, think about the last car you bought. Now, a lot of a lot of your you know, you, you just walk out there and you can see the diversity of cars in our parking lot. But think about the last car you bought. Most people, most people will stick with a certain brand of a car. Okay, most people. Now, there, some people are just like, I thought that one was pretty. I didn't know anything about it, and they just jumped in and drove it. But most people will stick with a certain brand of, of, a, of a car because of the relationship they've had over the years. Now, my grandfather started in the, in the late 40s, And all the way up till he died two years ago, and actually, my grandmother still has it, he drove Cadillacs my whole, I mean, his whole, my dad's whole life, all the kids, you know, said they never saw my grandfather drive anything but a Cadillac. I mean, now, he he was a construction guy, so he drove a beat-up Chevy pickup to work, but, but my grandmother and him to church, to the market, everything, it was a Cadillac, all right? And... Uh, it was just that way. I mean, he got one; he got his first one, and he loved the relationship with the dealer. Loved the way the car rode. Which now we're talking back in the forties and the fifties here, when they were giant. Okay, when you could hold you know four or five dead bodies in the trunk. And, <laughs> okay, and uh, and 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 when you went on trips cross country, the kids could lay up above the seat in that. You know what? See, some of us are. We all act like that was so ancient. ago. go, I did that in the seventies. Okay, you laid up over top of the seat in that little window seal right there and slept all the way to Florida or wherever you were going, Grand Canyon or wherever. This one, these cars were big enough to like two or three kids could sleep up in that thing, and two or three kids could lay on the floor. I mean, these were huge cars. But he loved the relationship with the owners of the of the of the uh, dealership there. He loved. The the relationship that he came with to have with General Motors and Cadillac. Okay, Um, there are some people that if you even say the word General Motors, they get fired up and mad, and they call themselves Ford guys. I am a Ford guy, and they just get all you know. They love that blue oval on the front of their car, and they love and 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 they get used to that relationship with you know uh, with the with the manufacturer. Other people are Japanese, you know, friendly cars. You know, they love Toyota and the Honda and, and, and all the rest of those, you know, uh, our own little Lydia's got a got a, a little Toyota. I say she's got the Weed Whacker option on it because it looks like somebody took a Weed Whacker to the side of it. But anyway, that's a little personal joke between me and her. But anyway, uh, <laughs> other people like Dodge and Chrysler, some people like, you know, European cars and, and Mercedes and, and BMW and those kind of things. But usually it is because of a relationship we have with the brand. We buy, we buy things based on the reputation of the company that is making them, or we, uh, or the company. If, if we don't know who the company themselves are, we will buy something based on the relationship we have with who's selling it. Here's a great example of it. This is uh, a lot of people are going to know this this brand as soon as it comes up there on the screen. Anybody ever heard of Vizio? A few years ago, nobody had heard of Vizio. It was like virtually unknown and probably still would be if one of the biggest companies in the world hadn't got behind him and backed him. But now you walk into Walmart or Sam's and you see Vizio everywhere. Walmart basically made Vizio the new Sony here in the United States. Why? Because we trust Walmart, we trust Sam's Club, we trust the people that were selling it to us. And this is something that we have to understand If we're going to release our potential, our manufacturer is God, and the relationship that we have with him makes us trust our potential. Our manufacturer is God, and in order to step out... And use or release the potential inside each of us, we have to know him. And if there are still things inside of you that you're not doing, if there are things inside of you that you know you haven't stepped out and done yet, I challenge you today to grow closer to God because he's the only one that can truly enlighten what your true potential is. You have to know the source. Knowing God is the foundation for releasing your potential because it came from him anyway. He is the only one who can reveal to you the qualities and characteristics of your potential and what you need to do to ensure that you don't waste that potential. Um, has anybody ever bought something that's a, a new brand for the first time? And you kind of go, oh, it's my first one. Oh, oh, I don't know what to think about it. I hope it works. And in the back of our minds, we're kind of like expecting it to fail. Like as soon as the first thing it happens, like, like if a warning light pops on or something, you're like, oh, it's a piece of junk. Oh. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're just expecting this thing to fail because you don't know the brand, okay? When you know God the way that we're talking about, you can step out and do things that you would never dream of doing because you know the source that is backing you, all right? 1 Samuel chapter 17, where I told you to go earlier, uh, verse number 31, and we're talking about David this morning. Now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul, and he sent for him. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're not able to go, in, uh, to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth. And he is a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like those, like one of them, seeing he has defeated, uh, defiled excuse me, the armies of the living God. Verse 37, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. In Romans chapter 8, verse number 28, we also read these words, and we know that all things Work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. I want you to notice that the, the the amount of confidence in both of these scriptures. David was like, I will step up and I will kill this Philistine and God will deliver him into my hands. And then Paul says, I know that all things work together. What's he saying there? I know the source. Both of them were saying, I know the source by which I'm getting ready to do something. And because I'm getting ready to do something, I can step out with confidence and know that it's going to happen. I can release what's on the inside of me because I know the source backing me. Thank you. One amen. Good. Number two, not only should you know your source, but you should know how you were designed to function. Know how you were designed to function. Now, when some, a manufacturer designs products with, with a certain feature and a, and a certain specification, then, once those things are, are done by the manufacturer, if it's a car company or an appliance company or whatever, they give you an owner's manual with it so that you can understand how this thing is built to work. All right? Now, Kirk and I have a little running joke about iPhone and, and, and Android and which one's better and, and he's deceived, so I'll just pray for him, but um so but the other day I was at lunch with, with somebody that had a, a, an android and they were trying to they were trying to find something uh and put a pro an app on there and so I was like well let me see if I can help you figure that out and so I got on there and I was just like completely lost because I'm not familiar with the android platform and I don't know why anybody would want to be so and so <laughs> so I'm just kidding um so uh, it took me forever to find the app. So I had to text him and say, what What? Where am, I, what am I looking for? I'm looking for, this, I'm, he's like, it's called this. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And so it is being familiar with how something is pr- made to function. And I was not. A good friend of mine, his name's Greg Wicks, and he's a, a plumber in, in in Tulsa. And uh, he was the plumber for Rama for, for years where I used to work. And uh, every year at camp meeting, uh, and camp meeting, if those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, is like Raymond's biggest meetings all year long, and and uh, you know thousands of people come from all over the world, and and Brother Hagan would preach for you know the whole week, you know every night service. I mean he's you know was getting up there, and in, in like 2005 they had just bought Brother Hagen a new Lexus, um, and Greg had the distinct pleasure of driving, and he did it every year, of driving Brother Hagan to and from the meeting place. Um, and so he, he was he goes and picks up brother Hagen's car and he and he drives over to the venue <laughs> and he's like sweating it's in the middle of July it's a million degrees outside and if anybody's been in Oklahoma in the summertime you know it's awful and so he's he's trying to figure out how to turn the air on and he cannot figure it out and he's like I have to get this car cooled down before you know the man of God gets in here I mean brother Hagan is going to be riding in here and he's going to be sweating and you know and it's going to be awful and he's like literally trying to he's driving and punching buttons and nothing's happened and he's like I have no idea what to do and he goes I literally got so desperate that I just said air condition on <laughs> He's like, of course, nothing happened, but he goes, I was so unfamiliar with, with how it worked because, I mean, he drove a, a Ford pickup truck to work. He was a plumber, so he was used to the, the old crank kind or the knob kind. You know, there was no computerized push the buttons and all that stuff. And this is how things happen with us. We are unfamiliar with how things work, and sometimes we never tap into the potential that it has because we don't really know what it does. Anybody remember the first time you sat down at a computer and, start, and had to type in a code or type in a command, and you were so afraid <laughs> it was going to erase everything on there? <laughs> this is why we have directions. Now, we have become very familiar with Legos at our house lately, because Preston is big time, into it. you like Legos, Preston has become obs- obsessed with Legos. And I'm just gonna tell you, and, and, and this is a side thought, most of you know exactly what I mean if you have kids. There's no pain worse than stepping on a Lego, at all, as, at all. <laughs> that, it's, like, it's like it was made as a giant, this little teeny knife with, with giant points on it. It's just like, meow, hurts really bad. But thank God for directions, because if it wasn't for these, we would just have a bunch of nonsense. And, and even though I can look at the box and look at the picture on the outside, I'm not familiar enough of putting this thing together in order to to make it look like it's supposed to look like on the box, unless I have those. Plenty of pieces of furniture. We've all had pieces of furniture that we have to put together. I just bought a little storage unit box for outside, and thank God for the directions, because I would have never got that thing together. Not familiar enough with it, okay? You cannot get optimum performance from a product unless you understand how they're supposed to work. And if you, if you only know a portion, you will only unleash a portion, okay? God designed you with features and capabilities, and if you fail to learn from God what your full capabilities are and how you were made to function, you will only tap into a potential of what you are. I mean, a, p- a portion of what you are, okay? Nobody else can teach you that. Nobody else can teach you what you are fully capable of. We can all encourage, we can all point, we can all motivate, but only God can show you truly how you were made to function, okay? You are the way you are uh, because God made you that way, and if you try and function outside of that, you're on your way to burning out, you're on your way to short-circuiting, you're on your way to blowing up. You have to understand how you were made to function. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 17, where we were earlier, uh, look down there in, um, in verse number 34. David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion and a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth, and when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. David understood how he operated in times of crisis. David understood what, the way he, he functioned and how he operated when things bigger than him would arise. He understood how God wired him. And he was able to step up and be that. Those things that you've learned, those things that you've experienced, those places that your paths have taken you, the things that you've dealt with in your life, these weren't just things. These were all preparation things to show you how you function, to show you what you're good at, to show you what you're bad at. All right, These are all things that were meant to show you how you do what you do. Okay, Now, I have a Jeep. I drive a, a little uh, a Jeep Wrangler. And if we went to a drag, ra- a drag strip... Uh, you pretty much could line up any car you want, and it's going be, to beat the Jeep. All right, my Jeep is slow as Christmas. It's not fast. It's not built for speed at all, not at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure on a, on a good day, any of you could probably run faster first 50 feet. I mean, it's just slow, okay? But if we move from this kind of drag strip to this kind of drag strip, let's see who wins then. Okay. See, my, my Jeep's not, my, not built for speed, but it is built for off-roading. I know what its function is. And when I get it in its true function, that's when the true it comes out, all right? So, know your source. Know how you're meant to function. And lastly today, we're, we'll talk about this again next week, you have to know your purpose. Before a manufacturer builds a product, he has to determine what it's going to be used for. Once he determines what it's going to be built for, then he builds the right features in it to meet that purpose. Now, I'm going to read a very familiar passage of Scripture to you in Jeremiah. Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse number 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Before you were born, God knew you too. And God had a plan, but before you were even conceived in your mother's womb, he had a plan and a purpose for you and because of that plan and because of that purpose, he built inside of you features and 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 capabilities so that you could go out and do that plan and finish it, all right? It was put there by God. You did not come by it just naturally. <laughs> you know, I was just, I'm just born that way. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just good like that. <laughs> it just comes natural. You know, I have a joke sometimes, somebody some uh that I use I actually use it quite frequently if somebody ever says to me well you smell good what what's that what cologne are you wearing I always go well that's just my natural aroma I just smell like that all the time but listen the things that have been put inside of us have been put there by God God actually instituted it created it made it and then put it inside of you you're not just born naturally good you come by those things supernaturally, not naturally, all right? You aren't just that way, you were created that way. Those gifts and features and things are all tied to points directly to the reason that you're here, and the reason that you're here is what really is the biggest thing that points to and gives you the potential to, to do, all right? People struggle. They don't understand why they love doing things and they love, they're just naturally, you know, they're just naturally gifted to go and do these things and, and they have interests in these areas and they, they go to start wanting to do it and they compare themselves to everybody else in the country and they listen to everybody else and you hear these, anybody ever heard these words? You, you, you had an interest when you were younger and you were wanting to go do something and you heard these words, well, you can't make any money doing that. Anybody ever heard those words? And so we go and we we try and pull back from what we're good at and and go to do with what we we can make money at. and, And how many people do we know are doing this, are making all kinds of money but no happiness, no fulfillment, can't stand what they're doing? Why? It's because that's not what they were created for. Listen, I don't <laughs> listen, I don't have a problem with making money. There's no there's no that's a great thing. That is the icing on the cake, but the cake itself is the most important part, and that is if you're doing what God created you to do. And I believe that you can do both. I believe that you can do what God's called you to do and still make money at it. You can still be successful by the world's standards. You know, nobody told Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, Uh, well they did tell him at first they they told him well why are you fooling around doing some kind of social networking thing and it's worth a billion dollars today okay nothing wrong with making money but making money isn't fulfilling your purpose it is a side result of fulfilling your purpose right When you do what God and not what anybody else has called you to do, when you do what God has created you to do, success comes. Ideas come, and and those 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 ideas create something else on the inside of you that, that drives you to potential to come out. All right. Now, this picture right here. This is a hammer. Duh. Thanks, Brent. But you know what, what I, what I can do with this is I can drive nails and, and I can pull those nails back out, I can beat somebody over the head. <laughs> but you know what, it, you know what, I, I, that is not built for me to go and change channels on the television with. I can do it. How many of you know that the TV's not going to last very long? <laughs> the buttons on the TV at least aren't. All right, however, this is not used to go and drive nails. If I go and drive nails with this, depending on what I'm driving him into, I probably am not gonna get drove in very far, if at all, and that remote's not gonna last very long. It's gonna have cracks in it, it's gonna start, and, and you know, it's amazing that our remotes last as long as they do. How many of you would admit to this? You get up, you're done watching TV, and you go to walk out of the room and you just throw it, <laughs> throw that remote down on the ground Anybody, or on the, the couch or the coffee table or whatever. Some of you are like, I'm not going to admit to that. I'm a good steward of what God's given me. I place it on a little pillow and dust it off. <laughs> Do that as you're walking out of the room. All right. Listen, these things have definite purposes which release the potential on the inside of them. Okay, inside of each one of those is the potential to do what they were created to do. Knowing and living within God's purpose is the difference between using and abusing the gifts and capabilities that God has put into you.